0: Hey there, this is Jen Murray, and this is episode six of the Events for Entrepreneurs podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the big question, when should you start promoting your event? To answer that, we're going to talk timeline, as in how far in advance should you put your event on the calendar and start selling, and we're also going to touch a bit on sales, because that's a vital factor too. So hang tight, because we're about to get into some very juicy and profitable information. Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Events for Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm Jen Murray, the event planner for online entrepreneurs. If you're ready to host successful, profitable events that uplevel your business, cultivate your community, and impact the world on a greater level, all while being true to yourself and your brand, this podcast is definitely for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at my website, RelateEscape.com. Ready to get into today's episode? Let's do this. All right, let's dive right in because this is such an important question and it's a two-pronged question. How far in advance do you schedule your event and when do you start promoting it? And to answer that, we're going to touch on two important topics, timeline and ticket sales. These two things work in tandem to give you clarity around when to have your event and start promoting your event. So let's dive into timeline, because there's a couple of things in this area that I really want to draw your attention to. They're going to be so helpful. The first thing I want to talk about under timeline is kind of a general rule of thumb, and that is six to nine months is a good rule as to how far out you should schedule your event. So in other words, six to nine months from now, That is a pretty good place to put that event that you want to have, big or small. Now, this could be longer for larger events. If you're doing a mega event, you might wanna push it out past nine months. There are also exceptions to doing it under six months. I'm somebody that likes general, general rules of thumb, excuse me, but I also believe in everybody's experience being unique and customizing and catering to that. So, for example, let's say that you currently have a group uh, coaching program going on, can't talk today, or a group mastermind. And just organically, you've had several people say, wow, it would be just so amazing if we could end this program by meeting up in person. They've just decided that they want that. Then by all means, figure out a price find an Airbnb or a venue and just make it happen, I wouldn't want you to miss out on this opportunity just because of the six to nine month rule. But overall, as a general rule of thumb, if you're planning an event, six to nine months is a good place to land. And the reason why is because you need to let people have adequate time to put it on their calendars. We're all extremely busy today, and that's extremely true for entrepreneurs because we're doing businesses and we're doing family. We're trying to have self-care, self-care time. So you need to give them enough uh, warning or the capacity to put it on their calendars. This is, you take this into consideration for everyone, but I also want you to think about your particular target market. For example, if you serve mompreneurs, well, they're gonna arrange, need to arrange for childcare, right? Either a babysitter or a family member to watch the kids while they're away. So you need to give them time to fit that into their calendar. The same can be said for high level, you know, power executive women. If that's your target market, they usually have very busy schedules and they probably already travel a lot for work. So if you want to get them to your event, you're going to have to give them a decent notice so they can put it in their calendar before they have any other obligation. So besides people's time considerations, what else do you need to take a look at? I don't want you to forget about travel considerations. What do I mean by that? Well, if you've already selected a location, I first want you to make sure that you're not scheduling your event during a local celebration or some other happening that's going to negatively affect your event. This could be going to a city outside the US and they have a different holiday that we don't celebrate. You wouldn't want to have your event at the same time unless you're working that into your event. This also needs to be something you consider even for something more domestic and in the US. For example, currently I live in Pittsburgh and I live on the north side of Pittsburgh, which is where all the sports stadiums are for the Steelers, for the Pirates. If I were to schedule a business event during a Steeler game where it gets really, really crazy and the parking's crazy, and the north side is just a whole different kind of place, that wouldn't be a good fit. So even though I'm doing a local venue, I need to make sure that I'm not scheduling my event during some other event that's going to overshadow or affect it. If you're scheduling your event or holding it outside of the U.S., make sure that you're allowing for travel plans. Maybe not everybody has a passport and they need time to get one. Maybe where you're hosting it is someplace that requires a little more complicated travel plan or it's more expensive and so you need to allow people time to make it happen. Take into consideration those travel needs too. Don't let them use them as reasons to not attend, but also don't kind of hinder their ability to say yes because you're putting your event in the calendar too soon for them to make it happen. The other thing that's very important for you to take into consideration when it comes to timeline is your own needs. You need adequate time to put this event together and make sure everything is executed well. Do you have to make content for this event? How much marketing are you doing and how much of that marketing content are you creating? You need to set yourself up for success. So if it means pushing that event back by two months, you know, two months past the month you currently had in mind, don't be afraid to make that decision because in the end, it helps you have a successful event. If you have a team, whether it's a part-time team, a full-time team, one person, 10 people, also take their workload and their schedules into consideration because you don't want to be you know, trying to execute the last set of things that need done for your event while you're also doing some other high-level launch or project. You don't want to schedule it too soon. When you have other things going on because then your team's going to feel like they just have so much to do and it's overwhelming and that's going to affect the experience of the event. Again, I've said this in other podcast episodes, you really want to impress at your events, especially your first one. So don't be afraid to schedule it in a timeline, in a manner that works for you while also taking into consideration what's going to work for your target market. All right, that's timeline. (laughs) Let's talk about ticket sales. Let's talk about the slightly juicier topic of ticket sales because there's certain things here that you also need to take into consideration. And the first and foremost one is you need adequate time to promote your event and get those ticket sales. So again, if you're having a 200 person event, unless you really know that you can sell all of those tickets, you want to schedule that event out further than, say, three months from now. Because that's probably not going to be enough time, one, to get everything put together and ready, but two, to sell all of those tickets, which means you're not bringing in the income you need to cover expenses, and you're not going to have people in the seats to sell your upsell. So the main question I want to pose to you right now is, how big is your event? Because if you're selling 10 tickets, that's a big difference than selling 100, right? Than selling 500. If you're only selling 10 tickets because you're doing a smaller, more intimate event, then you're not gonna need as big a timeline probably to sell those tickets. Definitely not as much as if you're doing a 100 person event. The other thing I would pose to you is how many tickets can you sell right now? For example, if you called up several of your most loyal um, clients or followers, probably clients, and said, you know, I'm thinking about hosting this retreat in the fall, and this is the overall idea, and I would love for you to get it on the ground. I'm going to give you this early bird price if you buy for me, you know, right now. You can actually start a start bringing in income, and you can do this before you've even nailed down a date. In fact, sometimes you can use this method to get some research. You want to do it in the fall, but maybe you can feel out what month is better for most people. And two, you can start to create excitement for your event before you maybe even have all the details hammered out but you're getting some ticket sales in the door. You're getting some cash flow in the door that can help you get your event off the ground, and you're also getting feedback. So that can be a way to kind of jumpstart your ticket sales, but you're also going to need enough time to sell the rest of those tickets. Okay, that's kind of a, a tip, extra tip that I'm throwing out there for you today. Just think about how you're going to promote your event are you going to be doing it social media Are you gonna do email marketing or you can do Facebook ads you need to think about how exactly you're going to be selling those seats so that you give yourself adequate time to do them okay also think about having adequate time to do your different type of ticket sales if you're going to do an early bird price which I highly recommend If you're going to do an early bird price and a regular price you need to have an adequate amount of time to do both of those so if you're doing an event uh, with a ton of people 100 plus people you don't want to have just one month where you offer the early bird that's probably not going to be enough to get as many early bird sales as you would like and you don't want to spend too much time doing regular sales, or I should say not enough time doing regular sales on top of that, because then you really won't make your numbers. So think about how you're going to do your sales. If you're not going to do early bird and you're just going to do straight up, this is the price, then you don't kind of have to worry about that. But if you are, you want to make sure that you're having the right timeframes for both of those that are adequate enough to actually get in those sales. The other thing I don't want you to forget that can also have an effect on timeline and sales is how many attendees there will be, what kind of holidays or other happenings that might affect people's attention spans. So are you marketing over the Christmas holiday or the Super Bowl, uh, something of that sort. And I also want you to think about that low hanging fruit that I talked about. Who can you reach out to to get some sales and sort of shorten your timeline maybe a little bit depending on how many people you have coming to your event. I mean, if you're only doing 10 people at your event and you call up five people and you sell five seats, well, you only need five other people. So you probably don't need six months to sell your tickets. You can probably do it in three or four. So these are the things that I want you to take under consideration when you're thinking about when to put your event on the calendar and when to start promoting it. They work in tandem. And the next episode, episode 7, I'm going to go even deeper into ticket sales and promotions that you can use and just marketing in general. So definitely check out that episode. There's going to be so much good stuff because I want you to have a successful and profitable event. Cheers hey lady real quick before you go i have one quick question after listening to this episode are you ready to just knock out that event plan and get it on the calendar if the answer is yes i can totally support you with that Head on over to my website, Relatescape.com, and click on the announcement bar to learn more about my event VIP day. Imagine going from a hazy event idea to holding a documented, customized event plan in your digital hands all in 24 hours. And the only time commitment I need from you is the equivalent of an appointment at the hair salon. Talk about saving time and rapidly getting a lot closer to your event goals. Spots are extremely limited though, so head on over to my website today and apply. Hey there, amazing lady. Did you find value in what you heard today? If so, please take a moment to head over to iTunes, to the Events for Entrepreneurs The Podcast channel, and leave a review and subscribe. It'll help the show find its way to other event-loving entrepreneurs just like yourself. I'd also love to connect with you on social media. My handle is at relate period escape on both Instagram and Facebook until next time.